Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. We are back on a Thursday night, and I have to share this up real quick. A couple of days ago, maybe yesterday, ah, whenever it was recently, I woke up and I'm scrolling through the Twitters and scrolling through the Facebooks and the Instagrams and, you know, the social media that we people use nowadays, and I got sad. I got really, really sad because I found out that the Batman... The Batman has been pushed back. It's been pushed back and it's funny because I talked about this a little bit on the last episode and I said that Dune, they've already made the announcement that Dune was going to be on October 1st and because Dune and the Batman are Warner Brothers projects, they don't want both of these movies to compete head to head. So then I thought, okay, well... Maybe can they can move the, the Batman, you know, a week later or two weeks later or whichever the case may be. No, these motherfuckers decided to push it back all the way to March of 2022. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, man. God damn it. I, I was sad. I, I was sad throughout the entire day. Half a day. Quarter of a day. Whichever the case may be. I was fucking sad. And then... I'm coming home after work today, and I'm scrolling through the Twitters, I'm scrolling through everything, and we got breaking news, my friend, breaking news, the worst fucking accent that I've ever did in the show, (laughs) breaking news, Doctor Strange will be in Spider-Man 3. He will be in Spider-Man 3. And there's another actor, ho ho ho, there is another actor that wants to reprise his role in Spider-Man 3. I think I figured out the pattern, guys. I think I figured out the pattern. And it all leads to one thing. And one thing only. You guessed it. The Spider-Verse is coming. I'm calling it right now, people. This is something that we've known for a while. This is something that we've been planning. This is something that has been in the works, I'm sure. Ever since we saw J. Jonah Jameson at the end of the second movie, Spider-Man Far From Home, the Spider-Verse is coming. Oh, man. I'm getting way too excited over this. And you know what? Why shouldn't I? This is a major crossover of a lifetime. But... First things first, we're going to talk about Doctor Strange's involvement and what it's going to lead to, what my theory is, and pretty much what to expect. All that plus our superhero quote of the day, some announcements to make, but first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shout out out of the way, shall we? And I cannot be more proud and honored to give this shout out to, I would have to say, a good friend, a good person. Gina Scarpa. I hope I pronounced her last name. Scarpa. Fucking cool last name. Scarpa. 
Gina Scarpa is a veteran of the voiceover business with over 20 years of radio, over 20 years of voiceover stuff. She knows her shit. She knows what she's doing. She may be probably one of the greatest people that I've ever met in terms of, you know, getting to know someone and actually helping you out. And she's basically one of those people that will help you out Even if it's at a low budget, it doesn't really matter. So if you're an aspiring voice actor or actress and you want to go and you need something very quick, but you also want honest criticism and you want someone to tell it like it is to you, Gina Scarpa is the one for you. Go to voiceoversbygina.com. That's voiceoversbygina.com. Check her out. Give her a shot. Give her a shot. And if you need new talent or if you need someone that can be there for you, that can deliver your messages, that can deliver your promo, your radio, whichever the case may be, she is the one for you. Voiceoversbygina.com. Go to her right now and meet your new best friend. Can't recommend her enough because she will be one of my coaches in the next upcoming few weeks. Hopefully she'll have the time. (laughs) That's all we have for the shout-out. Let's go into our Doctor Strange talk in Spider-Man 3. And that comes up right in a bit. I just want to start off by saying that I do apologize if for any reason my words or sentences are literally jumbled all over the place because that's how excited I am to be talking about this. You know, the people that knows me know that I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Always has, always will be. And today's news could not have come probably... I, I wouldn't even say worse time or even better time. Like, it was just the right timing with everything else was going on. Everything has been pushed back, but that's neither here nor there. Doctor Strange and Spider-Man 3. Now, we kind of had feeling after getting the, I would say, what's the word that I want to use? What's the word? Confirmation that Electro was going to be in it. We know that... Vulture is somehow going to be in it because we've seen him in the ending, in the post credit scene for Spider-Man 1, which is Spider-Man Homecoming. And we also saw him within the Morbius trailer. And they have a picture of Spider-Man in that. So not only do we have now these three characters confirmed, Doctor Strange is now confirmed, and it's going to be a hell of an interesting take. Now, I thought, at first, I believed that maybe the events of the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2, being directed by Sam Raimi, by the way, just reminding you guys that, that the events of Doctor Strange 2 would actually lead into Spider-Man in some way, shape, or form, right? That's what I originally thought. And then I remembered, hold on. Doctor Strange 2 doesn't come out until, well, now that it's being pushed back, March of 2022, 
while Spider-Man 3 is coming out December of 2021. So, I just had my timeline just completely mixed up. But whatever the case, with Doctor Strange now in Spider-Man 3, he's going to take, and there has been some confirmation on this in the news, he's going to take some kind of a role figure, like a mentor figure to Spider-Man. I have to say though, there's a part of me that doesn't really like this. There's there's a small part of me that doesn't really like this because it goes back to saying that, you know, without the introduction of Uncle Ben in the MCU, who was Spider-Man's main father figure? And that answer has always been Tony Stark. For Spider-Man Homecoming, Tony Stark was his mentor. Tony Stark has always been the one to be there for him. Okay, let me rephrase that. Tony Stark has always been the one to guide him in some certain aspects. Not really be there for him, right? So Tony Stark was number one. In the second movie, Far From Home, who was the main person that could guide him to where he needed to be? That answer is Nick Fury. And then I saw a trend. I, I saw this trend where, to me, after that, after seeing that movie... It didn't feel more like a Spider-Man movie. It just felt like another MCU movie that had Spider-Man in it. Does that make sense? With Spider-Man 1, 2, or 3 from Sam Raimi's films, 2002 all the way to 2007, including 10 years later, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and The Amazing Spider-Man 2, what they all have in common is the fact that Peter Parker is standing on his own two feet. Whenever he's going through a villain or villains, because there was more than one on many occasions, he's always had to deal with it alone. In this time, in the MCU, Spider-Man has the introduction of Iron Man, Nick Fury, the other Avengers, because he's now a part of that world. Which, if you truly think about it, it kind of deviates in a way from what he needs to do for himself. What I'm trying to say is, I really hope that Spider-Man 3 would show us that maybe he doesn't need the Avengers. Maybe he doesn't need the help of Nick Fury or anybody else from that matter. Which is why last year, when they were going through the whole shenanigans, I wouldn't say last year, was it last year or this year? I can't quite remember, but it was of recent. They were going through the whole shenanigans of, oh, you know, the MCU could not come to terms with Sony and keeping Spider-Man some more. So they're giving Spider-Man back to Sony. And, you know, so many people were like pissed off and they were like, oh, ah, oh, my God, this is the worst thing since, you know, fucking whatever the case. Like, I can't even come up with a metaphor, but this is the most terrible news. And I thought about it. I'm like, it isn't really that bad. It's not really that bad because it gives the moment for Tom Holland to actually stand on his own two feet in the Sony universe. And he's going to be facing off against guys like Venom, like Carnage, like Morbius, and whoever other character, Craven. You know, throw in Black Cat and Silver Sable if that if those movies get made. Throw in those characters. But thanks to Tom Holland, they were able to make a deal. Now he's still in the MCU for a little bit longer, however much time he's got, right? So, the point I'm trying to make is, now with Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange actually coming in, he's just going to replace 
Iron Man and Nick Fury as that mentor figure for Spider-Man. Now, on one hand, and I'm looking at the flip side of the coin on this one. On one hand, you could see it as, well, of course, I mean, Spider-Man is a kid. I mean, he's he's in a world where all of these gigantic things is going on where magic and you got the fucking mad titan Thanos and you got world destruction going on and the threats of the world and low-key and powerful magicians and sorcerers and all that bullshit. I get that argument. But you also have to understand, in the world of Spider-Man in his entirety whether it's dealing with New York or whichever the case, in the comics, in his own world, he's always dealt with threats that he knows he could handle. And there were moments in Homecoming and Far From Home where he could have dealt with it on his own way more than intended. Right? Way more than intended. And... Some people can make the argument that he did go go at it alone. Some people can make that argument. But without the gizmos and the gadgets from Tony Stark, without the help from Nick Fury or the guidance of Nick Fury, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm kind of on the flip side depending on what your narrative is. You either want Spider-Man to deal with these threats alone without any help from anybody else or... He can get help from someone. He can get guidance from somebody else. But he's still going to do it by himself. You know, so depending on what the narrative is, it, it, it really fits into what you see fit. So now that Doctor Strange is going to be in the third movie, chances are he's now going to incorporate and maybe give a little hint of what the multiverse is going to you know, bring to the table. We've already gotten confirmation that the multiverse already exists within the MCU. Yes, I understand Mysterio was bullshitting about which world he came from when he and Peter Parker actually met with Nick Fury. I get that. But it still doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. And now that the second movie of Doctor Strange has been confirmed, the multiverse is going to happen. So, I thought to myself, what is the best way to have the most powerful ending you can in Spider-Man 3 with Doctor Strange's help? Because now you have all these other villains coming together. You have all these other villains. You have Vulture, Scorpion, and whoever is going Electro, since he's been confirmed. Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro. And I also said a few episodes ago... That his introduction can, if he says a line or if he says some kind of dialogue that, you know, gives the existence of Spider-Man in its entirety, that'd be perfect. It'd be the bridge that would come together. It would be the bridge that would tie in the amazing Spider-Man 2 to the MCU Spider-Man. Because the bridge from... The regular Spider-Man to the MCU Spider-Man would be J. Jonah Jameson. And maybe if J. Jonah actually says a line like, oh, I've dealt with this before, or, you know, I I know a thing or two about Spider-Man, I've dealt with them in New York, or something along those lines, right? I don't know how it could fit into the story, but you kind of get my point. 
So all these villains are coming together. Which means there's a strong chance in the third movie, Spider-Man is going to face the Sinister Six. There's a strong chance he is going to face the Sinister Six. Now who the other three members of the Sinister Six may be, that I honestly do not know. I don't know yet. I have my suspicions, but I don't know yet. But think about it this way. Can our version, the MCU version of Peter Parker Spider-Man, deal with the threat like a sinister, like the Sinister Six all at one time? No, not really. He needs help. He needs major fucking help. And if the Avengers are not going to be there, considering now that they split apart, if the Avengers are not going to be there, and Doctor Strange is going to be there, he can bring in two other people. That's right. He can bring in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, and we have our live-action Spider-Verse in the Spider-Man 3 movie. Good douche! The perfect ending. The perfect third act of the ending. And if you truly think about it, everything that was going on has led to this moment. Everything. From the introduction within Homecoming to our Spider-Man, to the introduction of J. Jonah Jameson, and Mysterio saying that the multiverse exists, even though he was lying about who he was, we know it exists. We're not stupid. You bring all of that in together in Spider-Man 3, and Doctor Strange being a mentor figure to him, maybe there's a chance that he could actually teach him some magic. That's a little bit of a stretch, but I'm just thinking out loud. There cannot be a perfect time for this to happen right now. Spider-Man 3 most likely will be one of the greatest crossover events that I think the world will ever fucking see. If you can somehow bring in those three actors in one screen. Listen, we've already done it with Sony Pictures into the Spider-Verse. With Miles Morales, Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, the other Peter Parker from Spider-Man Noir, Peter Parker, Penny Parker, and The Machine. So it can't happen. There is an audience for this. There is a demand for this to happen on the big fucking screen. I guarantee you that will break over a billion dollars within the first couple of weeks. You can't write this shit. I, well, you can, but dude, it's obvious where this is going to go and it makes it that much more exciting. And now, and now, we just got word that Vincent Donofrio, that's right, the kingpin from the Daredevil series, he teased, you know, he likes to play a little bit of a tease, but he teased for him to also join in the Spider-Man franchise, in the Spider-Man universe for the MCU. And he could be responsible, I, I even said this before a while back, he could be responsible in funding the Sinister Six. Because let's face it, they need money to get to, to do the shit they need to do. For gadgets, they need resources. Who better to supply that than fucking Kingpin, my guy? Bro, Spider-Man 3 with Doctor Strange in it, Electro, Vulture, 
possibly Scorpion and all these other characters, maybe these three other characters that will be introduced in the Sinister Six, it's a no-brainer. And what makes it so much, what makes it that much more worthwhile in terms of watching, the stakes have never been higher. Because if you remember from the end of Far From Home, everyone now knows who Peter Parker is. They now know he's Spider-Man. Which means he's going to be more vulnerable now than ever. Fucking ever. 2021 can't come fast enough. With the pushback of all these other movies... And I know we're getting WandaVision at the end of this year. Possibly getting Wonder Woman as well. 2021 can't come fast enough. Now I'm much more excited about the MCU Spider-Man 3 than ever before. Than ever before. You know? And let's face it. Doctor Strange, he was with Iron Man with Peter Parker when they flew over to Thanos' world. So there's already some connection there. There's already some connection. And let's face it, we've seen them in the comics before. We've seen them in the animated shows before. So they have some chemistry. They do vibe with each other in some way, shape, or form. Guys, this is a no-brainer here. The Spider-Verse is coming. Doctor Strange and Electro and all these other characters coming into the movie. The Spider-Verse is coming. And it could be on par with the third act ending of Avengers Endgame. When Doctor Strange did his portal thing and all of these characters spanning across fucking the land to face off against Thanos and his army. Now, picture this. Doctor Strange figures out the same way and brings in Spider-Man. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man. And he takes off his mask. And then he looks at Peter Parker. Just doesn't say a word. Just, just nods. Nearly identical to what Black Panther did to Captain America. And then coming and swinging in Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. <sighs> Guys. Guys. Come on now. I mean It would it's going to break my heart if everything that I just said in this episode does not fucking happen. <laughs> It's going to it's going to break my fucking heart because now my expectations and I get it. I've I've always been a victim of this and many people have been victims of this too. When your expectations are so fucking high above the roof, shooting up to the fucking stars and then something happened and then it just goes wah wah wah. It's going to break my fucking heart. If everything that I just said does not happen in the Spider-Man 3 movie. Maybe this is a lesson where I shouldn't get my hopes up high. You know. But hey listen. 
we've already gotten word that they're going to begin filming in New York literally next week. Spider-Man 3 is already going to be filming in New York sometime next week. So all we got to do is just wait. All we got to do is just be patient. And all we got to do is just watch that trailer. And all we got to do is just see. But I'm really hoping that the actors that the MCU, Sony, and whoever makes a deal for this to even happen. And you know what? Fuck it. Throw in Deadpool in it too. Why not? Throw in the the Broskis, Spider-Man and Deadpool. Throw Ryan Reynolds in. Get that Get the chemistry between Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland in. Why the fuck not? Why not? Dude. It's... It'll probably be... One of the best, if not the best... Spider-Man movie we will ever see in our lifetime. Surpassing Spider-Man 2. Surpassing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Hell, surpassing Marvel Spider-Man for the PS4. Again, it's a no-brainer. And one man is responsible for that. That can possibly bring all of that together. And that's Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange himself is the guy. Guys, the Spider-Verse is coming. The Spider-Verse is coming. On that note, I'm going to end it right there. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can hit me up on Mike Garcia VO. That is my personal handler for Twitter and Instagram, Mike Garcia VO, or OTC Volume 2, Volume Completely Spelled. The two is the number two, but you already know that, my guy. Before we end to our superhero quote of the day, I have some announcements to make. I believe, since I know it takes a while for it to get confirmed, I'm on iTunes now. And I'm on Podbean. And Podbean is the platform where it hosts and actually collects so many thousands, thousands of different podcasts. And I'm a part of it now. So, if you want to continue supporting me, continue to give that thumbs up. You can easily download it. You can listen to it whenever you want. Hit me up. You can search my stuff on Podbean, now on iTunes, hopefully, since it needs to be confirmed. You know know how iTunes can be. Spotify and Stitcher. Guys, I'm growing. I'm I'm expanding. I can't be more excited to expand even further. What's my next step? You'll have to wait and find out. Let's go to our superhero quote of the day. And of course, this is from Peter Parker himself. What the hell does he got to say about all this? I'm going to tell you. I swear, I, I can't keep... I it, It's amazing that I keep on doing these accents and... They're not even remotely close to whatever it is that I, the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> no one can win every battle, but no man should fall without a struggle. And my reaction to that is this. Every day, every moment, we go through the same shit. And 
we took a huge bite out of the shit sandwich from 2020 with COVID, the deaths, the fires, everything else in collaboration. And it's affected us more than others. And we continue to fall, but it's how we get the fuck back up. We struggle, and it's a part of life. So my reaction to this, don't give up. Keep moving forward. That's all you have to do. If you have to try and try and try, fuck it, try again. Try again. It's as simple as that. Have a great weekend, guys. We will be back on Monday night. Please don't forget, tomorrow, which is Friday, is the season finale of The Boys Season 2. If you have not seen the show, Season 1 or Season 2, I highly, highly recommend it. It is the Justice League in the douchebag dark modes. Go and watch The Boys on Prime, Amazon Prime, the Boys Season 1 and Season 2 because we will do a thorough, spoil-filled review come Monday. Plus everything else that comes up in the world of comic book news. Always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.